Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Buy it up. Mm. All right, uh, let's go to the hotline and welcome back to the show. A uh, friend of ours who is in the middle of a viral controversy right now. Uh, this is comedian Ahmed. Ahmed, how are you, buddy? Hey, good morning. How is your new terrorist cell going? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's been a while. Since yeah, man. Chatted with you guys. Um, you know, sometimes comedy writes itself, and in this case, it has. So let let I kind of yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say let let's walk walk me through exactly how it went down because uh, we know you're out of Captain Brian's, which is out of our market, but uh, we're friendly with Captain Brian, and we know a lot of the comedians who play there always end up playing in Tampa, so we're all like in the same circle. But I didn't find out about this until uh, late yesterday afternoon. So it must. When did you find out that somebody had made the call? Uh, when the two police officers showed up at the club to question me. What, what, did you still have other shows left? <laughs> yeah. So we, Captain Brian, the Off the Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. It was my third time performing there. I love the audiences, the crowds, the club. It's a great club. Um, it's very comic friendly. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, it's Naples, Florida, so I would say the majority of the crowds are like 50 and above, predominantly white. Um, Old white people. You know, may, yeah, maybe has, haven't traveled outside of Naples much, you know. <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, but regardless, say it's, you know, it's just that there's always fun crowds, and this weekend was fun. So we had a, one show Friday to Saturday. I do the two shows Saturday. Mind you, I do meet and greets after all my shows. So I literally stand outside, you know, where the exit is as people are walking out of the show, shaking their hands, taking pictures with the hook they ask, you know, thanking people for coming out. Um, And so Sunday, Mother's Day, um, we're doing our last show. It's about approximately 640, 645. PM. I'm sitting in the back of the comedy club, just looking over my notes. It's about a half full room. The manager, super nice, very polite, kind of embarrassed, walks up to me and says, "Hey, man, sorry to bother you. There's a couple Florida police outside that want to talk to you about something." And I said, "Oh, well, what happened?" Now let me let me jump in real quick. Let me ask you a question. Now during yeah. during the show. And during the meet and greet and all that stuff, nobody expressed any displeasure. People on the way out weren't like, your show sucked, I man. You're, you're a terrorist or anything like that. First of all, let me just preface this. Terrorists don't do meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> Not good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why, would I, why, would I, why would I threaten your life? We're going to have death towards America. And then be like, hey, let's take a selfie. You know, like, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. I'm not, not going to threaten you and then ask to, like, do a picture time with you. Right, right. So, so it was a little, it was a little, little absurd. Secondly, 
the guy made the call the next day. It wasn't an immediate thing. He didn't go home and, you know, had a fear. He went home. He went to bed that night. He woke up. He slept on it. He slept on yeah. the 911 call. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's not an emergency when you're sleeping on a 911 call. Do you think that and he then, was like, do you think he was like, like do you, first of all, you don't know who it is, right? No, it was an anonymous call. Did you listen to the call? No, I, I have it. I was going to play it. Uh, oh, oh, they it's had the, online. I mean, it's everywhere. Oh, no, we, ha- we have it. You wanna, you, can we listen to it right now? Listen to it together? Of course. Uh, yeah, hold, hold on. It's comical. Yeah. This is uh, comedian Ahmed Ahmed, who was in uh, the Off the Hook Comedy Club, and he uh, had a 911 <laughs> call made on him after he told a joke. Here's the 911 call. Call your county sheriff's office, Deputy Cormier. This line is recorded. How may I help you? Last evening, I went to a comedy show, and the comedy show is happening again tonight at 7 o'clock. Okay. Off the hook. Yep. There was a comedian. He's, um, his name is Ahmed Ahmed, and he's, you know, Middle Eastern. Uh-huh. Right away, you know what kind of guy you're dealing with. And first thing he said when he got out on the uh, stage was, okay, how many Middle Eastern people do we have here? And a whole bunch of people raised their hand. Uh-huh. I guess they went to see him because he was Middle Eastern. Uh-huh. You know, when you hear the name Ahmed Ahmed. Right. So, um, <laughs> and there weren't a lot of people there, I guess, because of the name. Uh-huh. Uh, now he's saying you couldn't sell tickets. Now he's getting really <laughs> insulting. Now he's crossing the line, buddy. Well, because I got free tickets. Okay. And... As the people raised their names, they said, where are you from? Well, I'm from Iraq. I'm from Iran. I'm from Pakistan. I'm from here. I'm from there. He said, that's great. He said, we could organize our own little terrorist organization. Oh. And I don't think that was right. Right. I mean, yeah, it really well, bothered me. Yeah. I understand that in this environment. And I yelled, I yelled out, yeah, and the paddy wagon's going to be outside to get all of you. Oh. Probably didn't uh, yell that. No, you didn't. Did you hear that by any chance? First of all, paddy wagon. What is it from 1940? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Second of all, um, the fact that okay, if you're going to call 911 over a joke, fair enough. But to throw me under the bus and say I can't, I can't sell tickets either. <laughs> seriously. Now you've crossed the line. Crossed the line. And lastly. And for the record, and I do have this on, because uh, I, I, I record all my sets, so I right. have a recording of the show he was at. I did not say uh, we have enough people to start a terrorist organization. I never said that. I never used the word terrorist. I never used the word terrorism. He misinterpreted and, and misquoted the joke, and it's a joke I've been doing for a long time. And basically, he's right. At the beginning, I said any Middle Eastern people here, Sometimes nobody claps because there aren't, right. or they're embarrassed to clap, or they're embarrassed to clap, or sometimes people do clap like they did in that case uh, that night. And then I pause for a second and I say, "All right, well, there's a small group of us here, but hey, it only takes one of us." <laughs> That's a good joke. And then and then that gets an awkward laugh, and then I say, "To tell a joke, it takes one Middle Eastern person to tell a joke." Then that gets an awkward laugh, and then I say, "But seriously, lock the doors." <laughs> and that gets a laugh. And it's all done in good, you know, light banter and fun and sarcasm and all that stuff. So, look, in hindsight, 
I want to say thank you to the anonymous 911 caller. You did me a favor. This is the best press I've ever gotten, I think, ever. <laughs> and, I, and if you're listening, if you're listening, I'd like to invite you uh, to a show and say thank you and give you a big, give you a big American hug. <laughs> <laughs> Listenery, this guy, I would now he is probably out, maybe out of my range, but somebody listening to this show knows who he is yeah i would love to talk to that guy and i would love to i would even let you talk to that guy if we're able to get a hold of him so that you he can say it right to your face hey hey, and by the way i'm not even mad at the person i'm getting a lot of messages on like my friends you know personal text messages and emails or just social media random people saying you must be so upset i can't believe this i'm so sorry you know hope you're not too angry i'm like this is i'm taking it all in stride i'm looking at it from a sort of forgiving point of view this does kind of you know remind the world and especially america that laughter is really important and that we can't take ourselves too seriously and you know with, with you know humor that's the common denominator you know there's a couple things that keep us together food music yeah you know romance and, and, and laughter you and know, that's that's about it the other thing is i you know i was just with uh, a couple cows with bert and uh and mark norman and shane torres and we were doing a podcast on bert's podcast and we were talking about and i don't really i yeah, I, yeah I, I experienced this on the radio to some extent but i get away with a lot more because i'm talking to the same audience every day but you guys as comedians now, I, I would be more afraid than ever because you really can't make you can't make a joke that worked three years ago. You can't make it because you can be you can now lose your career over it. And this is not even close to one of those jokes. I mean, this is the kind of joke where I if I was there, I would have laughed at it. And I'm sure most people did. And there's nothing, especially with you, like like even to the most racist guy, usually sometimes if a guy's handsome. And he doesn't look too uh, terroristy. <laughs> then you get away with it. Like I'm Ed, I'm Ed's a handsome guy. He'd be like, oh, he's not. And then you never meet a handsome terrorist. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, even I mean, worry. Terrorists don't wear skinny jeans. That's right. That's right. So uh, you know? I think this press is great, and I think that uh, people people are laugh at the ridiculousness of this situation. And I, I'm glad you're taking it in stride. And wouldn't it be great if we find out? Like in another like three months, Ahmed really was a terrorist. Oh, yeah, and he was really trying to recruit. Yeah. yeah, this was the one guy who caught on, and we all laughed at that guy. And next thing you know, Hollywood well, because it wasn't working with with the, with the normal you know everyday Joe terrorists. We're like, you know what? Let's let's dress him up uh, as a comedian. We'll trick everybody. They'll never they'll never catch us. Dude, this so, is how he's speaking. I'm their secret spy. You know, that's why I infiltrate all the comedy clubs across America and poison the ketchup supply. I mean, <laughs> Do you get a lot of, like, uh, like uh, Russell Peters, a lot of Indian people show up to this show? Do you get a lot of Middle Asian people just because of your name? Um, well, Russell Peters' audience is more Indian. Right. And no, that's what I'm saying. Middle Eastern. Yeah, no, that's what I'm but, saying. Like, do well, you find that you get that targeted audience of Middle Eastern people because of that like he does? I don't like the, the the word targeted you just used. <laughs> call, call the cops. Uh, <laughs> okay. Somebody might call 911. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I mean, look, when I first started doing stand-up, I, I used to be a part of a tour called the Axis of Evil Comedy Tour. I remember that. And, uh, you know, that was a big sort of to-do and, and, you know, aha moment for not only Middle Eastern comics, but Middle Eastern people across America and across the world because they finally had a voice. But the problem was, is I was doing a lot of, <clears throat> strictly like Middle Eastern oriented material. 
And so as I've gotten older, I've drifted away from that. I still talk about it. I touch on it very briefly just to kind of point out the elephant in the room. And then I go right into just my normal set. I went to Starbucks today. I saw this movie. Yeah. My girlfriend. Right? My girlfriend and I got in a fight or whatever, you know, whatever the case is. Um, and so because of that, I feel like my sort of audience has lessened throughout the years right. and it's become more of, it's become more of a, of a mixed crowd and actually to be honest with you predominantly white audiences so yeah. you have to remember you know i grew up in america i'm about as american as they come in fact i feel like i like i'm not white but i feel like i feel like i am because i make my bed <laughs> 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 uh, I don't if I, yeah if I Why sat next to you on, if I sit next to you on a plane I wouldn't be like I was sitting next to this Middle Eastern guy like I didn't know right. I wouldn't know like you're just average no, you, dude no you'd be you'd be sitting next to a guy and think to yourself man he smells good yeah 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 definitely doesn't smell like a terrorist I can tell you that <laughs> this is uh, comedian Ahmed Ahmed I remember when you came in here I had asked you I was because it was years ago last time you were in Tampa and I said. How hard is it to have not one but two Ahmeds when you travel? I mean, that just got right away. They got to be like, oh, he's double Ahmed. Yeah, I can't even fly a kite in this country yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty bad. That's got to be rough for you. And now uh, this is what's what's bringing you to the spotlight today. I think it's it's so funny, uh, but it also says a lot about the uh, the Naples old old people over there because you know that's the case. You know, this guy's probably seventy something years old. Yeah, I mean, look, I say this in, in his defense, you know, the media is definitely brainwashing a lot of America, you know, with images and Islamophobia and anti-Arab, you know, sentiments and, you know, people sort of being divided. Maybe it has something to do with the government and the politics, you know, Trump and all that sort of political rhetoric. But at the end of the day, um, you know, calling 911 on a comedian, I feel like, is a little uh, extreme. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, and uh, unnecessary. But again, in hindsight, the guy did me a favor. If, if he's listening or anybody out there listening that knows this guy or knows somebody that knows this guy by any degree of separation, please have him contact me. I'd love to offer him tickets to a show. And like I said before, Give him a big old fat American hug. <laughs> uh, it is okay to call nine one one, like say if you're at like Bob Zaney's show, mm. and you realize this is the worst money I've ever <laughs> yeah. spent. Get out of there, call nine one one. Other than that, uh, Ahmed, great to catch up with you. I hope you uh, hope you get back to my Tampa pleasure. soon, my man. My pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be on the show. And uh... spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.